This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Let's go, baby. Welcome in here on the 21st day of December. It's D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Borling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Carraway. <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll do my part and then I'll go away. Uh, Coach Patrick, Coach David Patrick, going to be with us on a game day uh, coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, Will Z. Uh, we'll be with us coming up at 12.50, preview by the numbers. Of course, it's the Kings and the Lakers tonight at the Golden One Center. Joe Davidson in the 1 o'clock hour, along with Nick Wagner, 49ers insider for ESPN. James Ham will be with us here uh, as well uh, as we lead into the second game of this homestand. I'll see you guys in about 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> since I Since I saw the tweet, at about 12.30 a.m. this morning, after putting Ryan down for your little midnight snack or something like that, all I can really do is laugh, man. <laughs> all I can really do is laugh. For those of you who don't know by now, Carlos Correa, who reportedly signed a 13-year, $350 million deal with the Giants last week. Was going to sign a 13 13- did not actually sign. Was going to, was willing to, was ready to. Yeah. Yesterday it comes out, and we'll we'll talk about this too. But yesterday, the physicals wasn't looking right, reportedly, in in all introductory press conference. They were having an introductory press conference in mere hours before all this came out, and they postponed it. And. You know, they try to figure some things out, working some things out. Next thing I know, he's signing a 12-year, $315 million deal with the New York Mets. And, you know, I, J- 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 Damien, Jesse, you know, every every everybody gets it today, man. Everybody gets it. Not, not just Farhan Zaidi. We got to talk about Giants ownership because me and Jesse talked about it, and I'm 100% right, physical <laughs> physical please please it wasn't nothing about no physical it wasn't nothing about no physical that was a cop-out absolutely had to do with cold feet from i don't know ownership or farhan zaidi but when it comes to giants ownership they gotta go sell the team sell the team i said it just like eddie robinson jr said it about Deion sanders you're not giants i'm giants Right? Eddie Robinson Jr., who I come to find out, not even Eddie Robinson's son. It's a different Eddie Robinson Jr., but that's neither here nor there. They don't care about the Giants, bro. They don't care. They don't care about the Giants. So, please, you saw what um, the Phoenix Suns just went for. Charles Johnson and your red-ass hat. Sell. Sell. Get a nice little come-up. Make you a nice little five bill. You could get that and get into real estate like you want to. Leave the baseball alone. Let the baseball guys do that. The ownership is trash. It's garbage. So there's that. You got you got far hindsight, man. And to be honest with you, Damien, Farhan, he's he, he not ready for the big boys, man. This job ain't for him. This job's not for him. And you know, 
you know, I'm not I'm not really that type of guy, right? I'm never fired this guy. I'm not that type of guy. That's that's not my bag. <laughs> but they they need to relieve this man of his duties. He he ain't no he, he's not meant for this. He's not meant for the big boys. This is big boy territory. He's not meant for that. They look at him like food. Scott Boris, all them dudes, they look at Farhan Zadi like food. He's not meant for this, man. He needs to be fired, right? And and look, he'll be fine. He'll land on his feet. It's not like he's going to be out without a job looking for EDD. He'll be fine. He got enough friends in baseball. He'll get another job, get another gig. He'll be the little assistant. But he needs to take his little sorry Excel spreadsheet and get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here because you can't close no deal. You can't bring nobody in here. Get out. And the Giants, they just, I mean, these dudes about to fade into Bolivian, as Michael, uh, Mike Tyson once said. Because this is ugly. And then you got people talking. <laughs> you got people talking about, oh, well, maybe they dodged a bullet and, and Otani can come here next year and they can bring uh, give him the bag. <laughs> Otani not even coming to San Francisco for a layover let alone to play in that damn ballpark. Oh, Tani. I, look, I love the Bay Area. I love San Francisco. San Francisco's a great place. <laughs> Why would Otani leave Los Angeles, Southern California, to come to San Francisco? Why? Let alone, you talk about, to, to come play next to uh, Di Sclefani? To play next to Brandon Belt? I mean, these guys, look, I, I'm hearing it all day from Dodgers and A's fans and all this other stuff. And, you know, A's fans, look, hey, you, <laughs> you, you guys, you want to talk about unemployment. You want to talk about disability. They are definitely on food stamps. So we all know what the A's are doing. The Dodgers, come on, man. The Dodgers are a joke. They're a big joke. But today... A's and Dodgers fans, say whatever you want. You got it. You got it. Because the Giants are the biggest joke in sports today. The biggest joke in sports. What an embarrassment. What an absolute embarrassment. It's nasty. really is. That's all I had to say. So they got cold feet? That's what it sounds like. And they're using the... They're using the physical as an excuse because well, here's yeah, here's, cap. here's my opinion. I don't think they 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 know that they overpaid because they lost out on Aaron Judge and their fan base, their Kenny Caraways and their Bonte Hills and their Joe Shashkis were demanding they do something. Carlos Correa was a good get. They overpaid Carlos Correa and they realized that. Did they? They did. The Mets That's, just signed the same damn contract. That's the market. Uh, and it's a bad deal. Like the Mets signed a bad deal, just like the Giants were going to. It's a bad deal. He's gonna be he's gonna be good for a fraction of those years. It, but it, it's it's that. But but your second statement is correct. That's the market. That's what Aaron Judge isn't gonna be what we saw. Aaron Judge might not be what we saw last year ever again. He probably won't be. He absolutely Odds are he won't be. He absolutely won't be that or anything close to it in eight years. Aaron Judge will finish his career somewhere else. Or he'll go somewhere else and then go back to New York like uh, Albert, Albert Pujols did. But, but you're right. That's the market. And the Giants said, we're not going to be a part of this 13-year market and bailed on it. Here's what I'll ask you. With Carlos Correa, mm-hmm. what was that team doing next year? I don't know if they are doing too much anything, but you laid the groundwork. Who laid the groundwork for the couple of off seasons coming up? Now you have nothing. So you laid the groundwork to potentially land Shohei Otani, or is there like a list of players to potentially? I don't. Land I, I, I don't. I don't. I know there is a list. I don't know who's who's on there, but other guys, Carlos Correa, like are coming up next year, the year after. You're laying the groundwork for that. Hmm. I see. And now you're laying the groundwork I, for nothing. I, I think that's. Barry, obviously, do free agents sign in San, is, is San Francisco a destination in Major League Baseball? 
I mean, I know yes, sometimes you know. a lot. A lot of times in baseball, it's just money talks. Like, mm-hmm. what's my what was Robinson Cano left the New York Yankees to go play for the Seattle Mariners because mm-hmm. money talks. Yeah. Um, apparently, it doesn't talk in San Francisco. <laughs> at least not when it comes to baseball players. They, they, they don't spend. It. Well, look, the money did talk. It was there. It was there. Carlos Correa was ready to sign. He was ready to sign the deal. And the Giants backed out. But they no, they want that. they I want hey they want people to show up uh, to them games. I I don't have I don't have any interest in going to Oracle Park. And and let's be you know we talk about Farhan like I said well, he would needs you to be have fired. had you would have had interest if Carlos Correa was there. He absolutely, was a, he was a needle mover. For absolutely, you. absolutely. Okay. And, Even though the team might not have been good, or or, or I'll uh, say in the first first two months, like sure, like if in, in in September if they're forty games out, yeah, I'm not interested to go to Oracle. But first two months, yeah, let me see what Carlos Correa is all about. Let me see what this team looks like with Carlos Correa. Now, Taro Estrada, not interested. Yaz, I'm not interested. I'll tell you what I'll be doing all summer. I got my summer planned out. Okay. I'm going to be watching the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be watching the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching the NBA draft. I'm going to watch NBA Summer League. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. The W. I'm going to watch the WNBA. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch uh, 49ers training camp, mm-hmm. 49er preseason. Mm-hmm. And by the time you know it, we're at week one of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. And and then those little two weeks or whatever. We'll when when SummerSlam. And- SummerSlam. Yep. When those little two weeks or whatever when mm-hmm. there's nothing going on, mm-hmm. that's when I'll take a vacation somewhere. And that's going to be my my unwind period. Okay. No need to watch Giants baseball at all. And that's what baseball we forgetting. That's what Giants be forgetting. We don't have to watch Giants baseball no more. There's a lot of other things that we could be doing. A lot of other places we could be going mm-hmm. than the third and king and turning it to NBC Sports Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Hell, I could watch Married to Real Estate. Never heard of that, but you cert- certainly can. Maybe you could watch The Office. That could watch The Office. You could, you could not could, likely, but you could. I could. Yeah, you could. I could watch The Republic. Hell, yeah, I'll probably we be more. Will ap- watch The Republic. I, I'll probably more be more apt to go to the River Cats. We are uh, go to the River Cats, well, especially you, you know support for the, Uncle V. Got to support Uncle V. But I mean, farhand, we're gonna build up the farm system. They talked about Hilo Ramos. For, for like four years, mm-hmm. and this guy can't even get to the big leagues anymore. <laughs> Dude, bro, I tell you, bro, I tell you, hey, it's embarrassing. It really is. It ain't embarrassing for me, though. They should be embarrassed, but you know what? They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Two things that are funny to me. Um, on Wikipedia, the Giants are still listed as Carlos Correa's team. Wow. Which, uh, Wow. Wikipedia is quick, too, so that's stunning. Uh, two, is, this is my opinion. I don't have the strong feelings that you do. I'm just watching this from a neutral party perspective. I think the deal between the Giants and Carlos Correa was a bad deal. The Giants knew it, and they backed out of it. I think that's a bad look for the San Francisco Giants because that's not how – like, don't make the offer. Like the, you, they, Get out they, the game. Well, they, 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 Get they, out they, the uh, game. Carlos Correa was essentially an impulse buy. That, that, that's what it was, and you want, and you want to return it. And uh, this is, in my opinion, again, neutral party perspective. This is a really bad look for the San Francisco Giants moving forward. Because why the hell is Scott Boris going to talk to them again? Why? Why the hell is any agent in Major League Baseball going to talk to them again? Unless there is some legitimacy to the to the to like some real legitimacy to that physical. Man, they're going to have a tough time dealing with agents. Farhan Zaidi, as long as he's there, they're not getting anybody. He's food to these guys. All right. We'll step out. We'll get Kenny a glass of water, some M&Ms, some cranberry juice. We'll regroup because uh, a guy who's definitely a winner, Coach David Patrick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Game day for the Sac State Hornets. He joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app. Live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Uh, if you want to watch the show, and we welcome in the coach, our coach, Coach David Patrick, Sac State Hornets. Uh, on the road today, Coach, you different. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you've been around enough NBA players. You've been around the NBA long enough. You've been around basketball players, period. you got to know that you're joining us on a game day literally hours before you you take the court as a coach. That's not normal. Like, y'all, game film, naps, like this, coach, you, you, you aren't a typical coach, man. This is, this is different. We appreciate you. No, I appreciate you having me on, man. I, I will tell you this. We had practice early this morning. So now my, my job's done in terms of preparation. Now they got to go out there and, and play and compete tonight, but appreciate you having me on. Do you have a routine as a coach? I know me as a player, you know, I used to, oddly enough, I used to never want to take naps. It was really superstitious. The times that I would, like, fall asleep before a game, I don't think I played well. And I don't know if the nap had anything to do with it, but because I didn't play well, I never napped anymore, right? Like, so I'd stay up or play video games, listen to music. But as a coach, I couldn't really think of any pregame ritual I have. Do you do you have one as a coach now? You know what I used to when I was in college, and then I, when I spent my time in the NBA with the Rockets, and then when I spent my time in the summers with our national team around the pro guys, I'm like, man, them dudes just go eat, go have coffee, and go play games. So I, I felt like I was taking myself too seriously. As a college coach, after being around pro guys, you guys around those NBA guys, they, they do what they got to do and they show up to play. So I definitely prepare for the game. But but game day, man, I'm, I've watched enough film. I try to watch ESPN and – I watched the college, uh, college signing stuff today with football. Just mm-hmm. try to get my mind off the game, and I'll lock in around 3, 4 o'clock for the 6 o'clock tip again. If you're wondering what type of gangster Coach Patrick is, we're at the stage of the season where he's beating teams and taking their money now. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all had another close one uh, with Fresno State. Didn't realize uh, it had been a 23-game losing streak. Ooh. Uh, to Fresno State, and they said, Sac State, come on, come on, let's get some pagey to be there. And Coach said, I'm going to take your money and take this dub. Another close win, though, Coach. Like, how, how do you – like, is it, what's the value in being in – because it feels like – I don't know, it feels like all of your games are really close here at this point, but you've had a lot of close wins over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, look, we were close, and we actually was a six-point lead, and we kind of held that six-point lead instead of cutting it you know, cutting it to overtime like we have been the last three games. So I felt like there was growth there at Fresno State. Uh, we didn't play great, to be honest, the first probably 30, 30 minutes of the game. You know, and in the last 10 minutes, we kind of played our style of basketball and, and uh, you know, came away with a good victory against a good team. You know, Fresno State's in the Mountain West. Um, like you said, they paid us a lot of money to go down there. So anytime you can get a road win, get some money, uh, get some extra Christmas gifts, man, it's, 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 a, it's a good trip. Hey, man, how, how good are, are you and, and, and the guys feeling right now, man? I mean, you think, look at your last three wins. A very good Denver team um, who only suffered losses to Sac State. Uh, Long Beach State, that's a big West school. You know what I mean? Big West is a really strong conference. And then you talked about Fresno State and the Mountain West, and you guys have taken down all three of them, man. I mean, how, how are you guys feeling right now? You guys got to feel like there, there's – bring on Connecticut. Bring on UConn. That's how you got to be feeling right now. <laughs> yeah, we ain't that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I will say this. It, it's a good vibe, you know, but I have to, as a coach, you know, I got to reel it in sometimes, even last night at, at pregame dinner and the day of practice. Like, you got to keep that edge, and I think that's what 
you know, when you lose, you come back with an edge. And what you don't want to do is get complacent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you see that happening even at the NBA level, you take your foot off the gas and then you get you get bitten. So uh, trying to keep that edge, especially going into Christmas, a lot of these guys are from the East Coast and from, from, from overseas, and these guys are going home. So you, you try to keep them focused, especially this last game uh, going into Christmas break. How do you do that, though? Suicide. I, mean, I just show them all the games. <laughs> I keep calling them out. I think North Alabama beat Ole Miss last night. Drake beat Mississippi State. Um, so so, so uh, Wofford beat Texas A&M. Uh, so it happens, right? You, when you focus, because I've been on the other side as, as a at a Power 5 school when you think you're getting an easy game and they come in and get you. So try to just show them truths, tell them truths. And, uh, you know, this is a good team we're playing tonight here at Fullerton. Yeah, man. And, you know, finally, you know, I know you have no control over this, but we get a chance to see see these guys live, you know, on ESPN Plus, or you can definitely can listen on ESPN 1320. That's what I'll be doing because I got Christmas shopping to do. But, I mean, <laughs> what, what what with this Cal State Fullerton team, what is, you know, you don't have to give away all the strategy, but what are you guys kind of looking at? I mean, it's it's a pretty good team. Once again, another Big West team, um, you know, that I really like that conference. Um, so they're going to come with it. What are you guys looking forward to in this game? Look, the coach there is a good friend, Dedrick Taylor, so I know what they're about. They don't change who they are. They uh, they drive you to the basket over and over again and see whether you can whether you can stop them in there, and they got good guards. You know, they won the Big West last year, mm-hmm. went to the NCAA tournament. They beat Long Beach State in the Big West tournament, so they got a lot of experience. Uh, they're really good at home. They're undefeated at home, um, you know, which will po- pose a threat to us. But, you know, I'm hopeful our size and our depth. I think our bench has grown over the last few games. Uh, will we'll come into play here. Um, we can try and steal one more game going into Christmas. Not only is your bench, but you know, over the last few games, it feels like you've had different guys make really big contributions. Like, yeah, Caleb McCray dropped like 21 uh, against Fresno State. Yeah. And, and, you know, how, 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 big, how big is it for you to be able to know that you can count on different people? Like the weight of the, weight of the Sac State Hornets doesn't, doesn't sit on the shoulders of one guy. Like you could count on different people uh, game to game. Yeah, he had zero points at halftime, so he got the he got the wake up call at halftime at Fresno. You know, so the did that wake up call from Coach Patrick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely a wake up call from Coach Patrick. Allow yeah, yeah. one, you know. But uh, the um, you know, I think what we have is those that have seen us play. We're big. We're big on the interior, mm-hmm. um, and I think we, we value playing inside out. And so when you got Zach Chappelle hitting shots on the outside and Austin Patterson hitting shots on the outside, then you have Callum McCray and Nicole Moween scoring in the post, it makes you pick your poison, how you want to guard us, uh, you know, on the defensive end of the floor. So um, as those guys continue to grow and as we have different pieces, like you said, contribute to us uh, winning, uh, hopefully that uh, that helps us going into big sky play. Hey, Coach, before, you know, we get you out of here, you, like I said, you've been everywhere in the game of basketball, man. So I, I like these opportunities to ask you different questions about different levels. And we've had a little fun the last couple of weeks um, with the Kings and the schedule and, and how people always talk about, oh, that's a built-in loss, the last game of a six-game road trip, or you got to be careful about that first game back off the road trip, all this other stuff. Second night of a doubleheader. <laughs> right. Back-to-back. Are, are these are these things you, – you've been in NBA locker rooms and I'm an NBA team. Are these things real? Like last game of a homestand is – or excuse me, last game of a road trip, is that like damn near an impossible game to win in the first game back? Like are these things real to you? I, I don't think so. I think a lot of it's your team and how it's built, the veterans on your team. You know, guys have been in those situations before. It helps, you know. Mm-hmm. And that first home game back, you know, they took a step back to the Hornets, you know, so you, everyone thinks they're coming home and, and winning. So uh, what I did tell our team is they miss – we miss free throws too because they miss a lot of free throws oh, that man. game. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, they, they make half those free throws or four of them. Uh, game's a different game. But, uh, look, I, I think there's a lot of voodoo with that. You see the, the, the great <laughs> bulls that we grew up watching – uh, the great warrior teams, like they, they went 72, 68 games. Like that that doesn't phase them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's another double header tonight. Um, uh, with, with the, the, the women play before the men. Oh do. yeah. 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 So yeah, this yeah. is, it's a, it's a, it's a road double header. I love that you guys are doing man. And that's awesome. And then the, the, the women's program is just phenomenal. We keep, we keep I can't wait to get out there and watch them play. Yeah. Yeah. They're rolling, man. I think they're eight and two, mm-hmm. uh, got a chance to be nine and two tonight, you know? And so, uh, we, we, we go there early and try to support them. Um, and what they're doing over there is f- phenomenal and actually set the bar for us between football and women's basketball. Yeah. We, we got a high bar to catch up to. Yeah, you'll get, y'all you'll get there. Yeah, y'all, y'all doing y'all, it right y'all, now, y'all, man. Y'all, y'all get there. Coach, uh, Merry Christmas. 
uh, go get that win. I, I, I know nothing will make your Christmas better than getting this dub and coming back to sack tonight, man. So go get it done. We'll be watching. Same with you guys, man. Merry Christmas. Have a blessed time with your family and see you next week. Take yes, care, Coach. We appreciate right. you. Coach yeah. David Patrick right there. Uh, Sac State Hornets live from Cal State Fullerton going to uh, get themselves another win before they go into conference play yeah. uh, in a little Christmas break here. The mood, mood. I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to be interested to, to hear – coach's mood over the next couple of weeks because I've just in my little bit of experience the mood shifts when conference play starts <laughs> like the, 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 the demeanor starts to change a little bit yeah. and yeah. and and suddenly uh so suddenly the conversations are are fewer and far between and <laughs> yeah it's 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 a little bit different of a world when conference play starts yeah man it gets intense it, it, it's it, intense it, during it, conference play it gets frustrating it's it gets different it is it is, it is, it is very very is, matter of fact i think i i, I believe it's already started i think right. conference play starts for our our, our friend tonight oh. duke versus virginia mm. you gotta check them out that's a they on, they on the, That's why the I ain't gonna hear. I ain't going I ain't even gonna get a Merry Christmas text on that one. <laughs> Duke versus Virginia. That's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, all their games are on the app. Yeah, man, definitely, uh, definitely gotta gotta check that out. But yeah, bro. conference play is an entirely different monster for these college coaches. Yeah, man. I'm anxious to see it here, man. I'm anxious to see like how that plays out. Because um, you know, I have jokingly, I have been keeping an eye on the on the on the on the Big Sky Conference and. Mm-hmm. Nah, they got some good. They got some good ball players, good teams. Yeah, uh, in that conference, man, and I think Sac State does. You can too, tell so. by coach's tone right there. He knows they <laughs> yeah. got some good teams. Yeah, and I'm anxious to see how they stack up because I think um, I think Sac State got, is a, is a good team. So uh, I'm definitely anxious to see how that plays out, man, for sure. Yeah. The um, I was gonna say real quick about the women's team. Um, I don't know if you checked their Instagram, but they they've kept it upgraded. They're. Uh, <laughs> They're 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 uh, keeping an update on that bracketology. You see, they're in in the thing on bracketology. They're in the tournament. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. I think they're like a fourteen seed. Now I don't know Let's if they're go, doing baby. that as like an at large or projecting them to win the Big Sky or something like that. But it's like three weeks in a row they've been like like in the field. If it were to end today. Things like it might be a twelve no, seed. Actually, I didn't even follow them in the men's basketball program. What's wow. going on here? Well, uh, well, calm down. <laughs> I, got, I got, I got a lot of accounts to manage, man. Knock it this off. This is true. This is true. This is, oh, look at look at that women's basketball team right there. Come on, man. Yeah, they're putting in work. Let's go, baby. Look at our guy Deuce Mason. Deuce. Deuce looking sharp for his NBA TV debut tonight. Yeah, man. Ooh, Deuce look good. Got got like got like got like a little burgundy suit on. He looking smooth. Boy, he Deuce look good, man. Uh, shoot, shoot our uh, shoot Deuce and Mo some love, man. They're doing some good stuff in Las Vegas. They won't be at the uh, Golden One Center tonight, but they're doing some great stuff in Las Vegas. Go, uh, go comment on Deuce's suit, man. He looks like a million bucks. James yeah. Ham is here. He looks like a million bucks. He's got his best. He's got his best V-neck sweater on. Uh, look at him. Sweater vest. He's got his be- best. <laughs> Actually, I keep saying it's not a sweater vest. It's well, I keep saying double headers when I mean back to backs. I don't know what basketball team is playing two games in one day. But, <laughs> it's uh, like uh, Biggie Smalls. I don't know. The game got rained out or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the know. next one game. Six five dudes. The, the, the next game got rained out. <laughs> yes, indeed it did. He said. I, he said he came back. I said I don't know. It must have got rained out or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, is that Anthony Mason? Yeah. Oh, Mace. Anthony Mason. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. R.I.P. Mace. Yeah. Uh, Kings and Lakers tonight at the Golden One Center. Uh, Devonta Sabonis and Harrison Barnes are questionable. They did participate in shoot around today, though, mm. so uh, that's a positive. Harrison, I'm really interested to see. Domas caught me. It's, I guess it shouldn't be surprising, given how frequently Domas seems to get his ass whooped during games and. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Referees seem to miss it every time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, James noted. I think it was something with his hand. I think uh, it was dumb. It was dumb. And then uh, Harrison had the, the. I think it was a quad contusion mm. uh, that kept him out of the end of that game against Charlotte uh, on Monday. But uh, both are looking to return. I actually don't. I haven't even checked the injury report to see what LeBron James uh, was listed at. I figured if he wasn't going to play, we'd already know by now. Yeah. Um, I'm fully expecting Bron Bron to be there. I absolutely think I'm sure. uh, he just took the night off against Phoenix. Game they weren't going to win. Low man, low management. Yeah, that's fine. So he's going to have to carry a lot of the load now with uh, AD out. So 
Yeah, I think James. I think I, I think they were actually talking about the guys who were going to guard LeBron tonight. I think I think Keegan's Keegan's got the assignment first. Um, I mean, LeBron's technically listed as probable. So regardless of um, regardless of you know whether Harrison should play or not, I think we should see KZ tonight. That would be oh, my choice. Yeah. yeah, you know, get some KZ minutes on Bron. Obviously, I'm not not saying that he's going to stop Bron or anything, but. You know, he's, he's that's a that's a good opportunity for him to get in there at least get some minutes, um, maybe hopefully deter some some of Bron's shots and you know moves to the bucket. Casey is like really quick and can move really well to be his size. He's a legit, at least from what I could. I don't know what the the actual uh, media guide says. He looks to be about six seven out there, mm-hmm. and he can move. He's long. He's rangy. And every time I've seen him, I've seen him guard Dame. I've seen him guard Kevin Durant. Um, I've seen him on who? Who was the guy where he was on? And I was uh, really impressed. Man, I can't. I can't. It was one of these guys where I was like, he did a good job on him. But it, he's he's guarded a lot of these top guys, and I've never seen him look like overmatched. He he is. Ready to compete. He's ready to stay stay with these guys, and sometimes they'll make shots because they're great scorers. But um, I remember we were talking about it when we saw him out there. We were like, "Oh, we should see KZ." It feels like we haven't seen him since. Yeah, I I, I don't. There, I, I love Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. I think he's a phenomenal coach. I think he's doing a phenomenal job. There are still some things that I just don't understand, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, 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 he sees it. He knows what he's looking for, yeah. and I think for for the first time, and I'll uh, be anxious to talk to James about this uh, later. As James is actually recording the Kings Beat podcast uh, here here at the studio, he's he's already here now. Um, it, clearly, someone or some ones wasn't doing what Mike Brown wanted them to do, hmm. and he was pretty specific in the post game after the Hornets, talking about defending without fouling, running. Sticking the part that really stood out to me was sticking to the game plan. Mm-hmm. That was the part that stood out to me because that immediately made me think, fair or not, and I'm I'm not calling him out. This, this is my thoughts. It immediately made me think of Chemezi Metu, mm-hmm. and how often James pointed it out, Morgan pointed it out. How often he'll see someone get up from the bench and will break the play to to get a shot up before he gets subbed out. Yeah. And I don't know that Mike is isolating those specific moments. There has to be more to it than that. But I don't think it's coming from a single individual, meaning I don't think it's just Chemezi Metu he's talking about or just Rashawn Holmes or just Casey Akpala. It could be a message to all three of them, like mm-hmm. there is a position here available for you. Get your stuff together. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly – um, what it is, and, and much like you, and you know, un- unfairly, but also because probably because um, he's the guy that's played the most. You think about Chemezi, so yeah. when you say that, uh, yeah, I, I I think about um, Chemezi's minutes there as well. But you know, Mike Brown has pushed all the right buttons, you know, so far this season, and um, I, I gotta I gotta believe he's got a pulse on this on this roster and in that locker room where he can do something like that and feels like he's going to get results from somebody. That was the most aggressive form of button pushing so far from Mike Brown. Yeah, that, usually that it's just game. usually it's just the guy don't play. Like he just don't right. play him anymore. <laughs> right. But, you know, actually saying it, um yeah, that was that was one of the first times. The this is minute, but the person I was thinking about was when remember when KZ had DeMar DeRozan in a straight jacket? He was locking him down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, KZ's done that a handful of times this year mm-hmm. where we've been really impressed. It's it's weird how in and out he is. It's weird, too, when he's out mm-hmm. and you look at – you you see hiccups in the defense. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to think? I can put one plus one together. Now, maybe the answer in that equation isn't two, <laughs> but – you have a guy who's a defender who's not playing and the defense looks worse. Okay. I don't think KZ Akpala is raising the Kings defensive rating 10 points, mm-hmm. but he's obviously helping and he's done something with his minutes that have worked. Yeah. Uh, and I'm with you. I think we see him today. 
I'm really anxious who else we see and how much we see them. Uh, James noted this, that uh, Mike Brown said, you know, Rashawn is going to get a look. Not specifically tonight. He, he said this much. He's going to get a look moving forward. Is, is, is Rashawn going to be the first call to the bench? Is he going to do the... Is he going to do the first half, second half thing again that he did on Friday in Detroit mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, Chemezi first half, which I don't think was by design, by the way, that he went Chemezi first half and Rashawn second half. He clearly saw something that he didn't like in Chemezi Metu. Then he saw something he didn't like in Rashawn Holmes and didn't go to either of them. Yeah. There's, there's a position there to be had and a really, really important position to this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's going to take it? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll this see. This isn't a we'll throwaway spot. No, this we'll, is, this we'll isn't a fifteenth man on the roster. Who's going to do it? I like from from everything that I I've seen so far. I like uh, I like the way Metu has played. I think he fits the best with that second unit, offensively and defensively. His athleticism um, on both ends of the floor. I yeah. I, I'd I'd want to see. Uh, I'd want to see Metu get an opportunity again. Why Chemezi over? Rashawn because of what Metsu can do offensively as far as potentially stretching the floor he's a little more athletic than Rashawn Rashawn is is athletic himself mm-hmm. I think Metsu's a little bit more athletic and I just I think the way that he can stretch the floor on the offensive end um, can pose a lot of problems I don't I know he's not the defender well I don't know it's my opinion he's not the defender that Rashawn Holmes is uh, on on the defensive end, um, but I I don't know I feel like Metsu's Metsu's earned it man he's earned it he's earned a, a longer look and a little bit of a longer leash in, in that role and and I would I would look to 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 give him that opportunity. Primary concern with Metsu is probably on the defensive end, mm-hmm. which is fine to a certain degree because I would guess. That's probably pretty high on the Rashawn Holmes concern list, and he doesn't check some of the boxes that Shemezi can check. Yeah, which is probably why Rashawn. Which it makes the the preseason stuff again seem so confusing hmm. with the way Mike talked about Rashawn, and it felt like, hey, Rashawn might really have a shot here. And it's like Mike Mike knew who Rashawn Holmes was. He knew what Rashawn could and. More specifically, at least to to a certain degree, he knew he knew Rashawn wasn't a stretch four. He mm-hmm. knew that going in. Mm-hmm. So what his vision for him was, I, I, I'm so curious to know. In 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 that moment when he addressed Rashawn and he talked about him, and a couple of different times that he mentioned him uh, when he was available, I'm I'm curious what he saw, what he envisioned yeah. before they took the floor for the first time. Yeah. Because I don't imagine he thought he was going to shoot 34, 35% from three all of a sudden. Right, right. I, I would think maybe envision a little better defense. I think that's, I think that's, I think every conversation starts there. Mm-hmm. They may not all end there, but I think they all start there. What is this player doing for us defensively? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Chemezi might regularly run into these roadblocks mm-hmm. that we've, well, not, not regularly, the, the roadblocks that we've seen over the last, four or five games in terms of his minutes, minutes played. Right. We'll come back. Kings and Lakers tonight. Uh, Much more ahead. Let's talk to Will Z. We'll preview this game by the numbers with our official uh, 1320 statistician when he joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leaders. Stilo and KC on ESPN 1320. Zillow and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Odyssey app is a great way to listen to us as is 1320 AM, 98.5 FM. If you got an HD2 radio and want to hear us in that crystal clear high definition sound, uh, you can watch on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320YouTube.com slash ESPN1320 as we welcome in the world famous uh, Will Z, uh, the official ESPN 1320 statistician, the Kings statistician, Will Z, the Kings and the Lakers tonight uh, at the Golden One Center. Uh, not the start uh, we were hoping for on Monday against the Charlotte Hornets. What number one thing, if you were to make a list, number one thing the Kings need to be better at tonight to avoid dropping the first two games of this homestand? 
Yeah, it's got to be points in the paint. Uh, 72 to the Hornets was just not up to par with what they need. And then with the Lakers coming in, the thing with the Hornets was they weren't a good points in the paint team, but the Lakers are. Mm -hmm. So they just have to be better. Um, Like, where's the number? Second in the, so Lakers are second in the league with 56.8 points in the paint per game. Mm -hmm. Um, and they get to the line a lot too, 25.6 times per night. Some of that, much like the Hornet stuff, is a little deceiving because yeah. I think Aaron, uh, Aaron Anthony Davis has a lot to do with mm-hmm. those points in the paint. Getting to the line, Anthony Davis traditionally gets to the line a lot. You combine that yeah. with LeBron, they're going to get to the line a lot. So I, I mentioned that with the Hornets when we talk about the Hornets' worst offense in basketball where they didn't have their best player for all year. So that, that's where that's where the you know that's why we got Will Z where we dive deeper into the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. It's just they're not a good three-point shooting team, and they've kind of learned that. At the beginning of the year, they were getting up like 40 shots a game and just shooting abysmal from three, and they've really tapered that down. They're shooting the least amount of threes in the league, um, and they're making the least amount, shooting the second least. Hmm. So that's where it kind of helps the Kings is the Kings have that three-point shooting volume and better percentage. So even if the Lakers do get going inside – the Kings should be able to at least kind of match them with that outside shooting productivity. And another stat I know you're really big on, Will, is uh, fast break points. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was equally as bad as points in the paint given up were uh, on. Those were just two disastrous stats uh, for the Sacramento Kings on Monday. I'm guessing that's another one you want to see. Uh, gets. Is that your official stat? For D'Lo and KC, because Kenny's got the 12 plus threes. I got the 27 plus assist. Is your is your official D'Lo and KC stat the, the fast break points? I think it is. Around 16 or so. That's can the get number? 16 per okay. game. Okay. Let's go with that. I think they had six. Uh, if I, I, I can't remember yeah. the exact number, but I remember it was bad. I think it was six yeah. on mm-hmm. Monday. I don't remember it either, but, yeah, it wasn't good. Um, and then for the Lakers tonight, yeah, both – the Lakers and the Kings are top five in fast break points per game. Uh, Lakers are third and Kings are fifth. But where they differ is actually in the opposing team's fast break points. So the Kings have been really good all year. They allow the second fewest per game. Lakers, on the other hand, allow the second most. Mm. So last time the two teams played, we saw the Kings won the fast break point battle 16-12. to 12. It's only four points, but, I mean, the Kings won by six. So just a little bit of kind of discipline in getting back in transition would be a huge help against the Lakers who thrive in that kind of tempo offense. And one of the things about that first matchup is um, the the Lakers shot uncharacteristically good from beyond the arc. I think Russell Westbrook himself had four threes. Um, they got yeah. they got another guy that three point uh, specialist. Oh, going to be in the three point is. contest this, this year. It's going to be Russell Dale Ellis Westbrook. Russell Westbrook <laughs> versus Kevin Herter in the three point contest finale. Hopefully not in a free throw shooting contest. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that's all about. But oh, um, take so four sad. steps back if you're Kevin Herter. Something, something, jump, jump at the Anything. free throw line. Um, but. Uh, they got the, the, the couple other guys. I like Lonnie Walker who can shoot from beyond the arc. Mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder wasn't there in that first game. He can hit some threes. And they got the guy, I don't know his, his season totals or whatever, but the, the Christie, uh, the young fellow Christie, I know he had a couple of big threes the first time they played. I was watching them the other night against the Wizards. He had a couple of big threes. Austin Reeves can shoot mm-hmm. the ball. So while they don't shoot well statistically from beyond the arc, there are guys that um, I don't think I would leave open, just wide open. To, to oh, for sure. Threes. Yeah, Christie's at 40% on the season. Mm-hmm. And another guy to keep an eye on is uh, Thomas Bryant. He started the last two games for the Lakers with AD being out. He's at 42.1% from three. Um, so it really kind of gives them something that they haven't had. Davis hasn't been great from beyond the arc in a while now. So having Bryant kind of step into that role gives them something a little different. So while they don't have the kind of season-wide numbers, like you were saying, Kenny, there's definitely guys that you have to keep an eye on. I, I, you you think we see – not a stat-related question. You think we see Casey Akpala tonight? It just makes sense. But, I mean, I've said that before, and then we haven't. So, I don't know. 
<laughs> the stats say it doesn't make sense. So that's 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 what we're gonna go with. Uh, yeah. Will, we appreciate you. I know you got to get going, man. Thank you so much for carving out some time for us, uh, and thanks for your great work on these game previews. Appreciate you guys. Have a Take good care, one. Will. It's our man Will Z right there. Um, fast break points. That's what we're watching. Those are the those those are the three stats, the three D'Lo and KC stats right there. I like those numbers, man, especially for this group because it all it's all intertwined, right? Like I really feel like if they're shooting the three ball well, mm-hmm. they're moving the ball well. So they, yeah. they don't have a lot of guys that dribble into to three. So if you're getting threes, it's usually coming off the pass. That's where the, the assists come from. Um, fast breaks, that's where the assists come from as well. And also one of the reasons why uh, I think we saw such a low fast break total on Monday um, was the fact that they weren't finishing off defensive possessions, which went into second right. chance points, yep. points in the paints, all this other stuff, yep. man. So it's all it's all connected, man. What they, what they say, the hip bones connected to the – Knee bone or whatever. I don't, I don't think is. those bones are connected. There's probably something <laughs> in between the two. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to guess, but well, hip bone to the knee bone. I mean, there's not much there. There's quads and stuff. There's muscles. There's muscles. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really trying to. F- it, there's got to be something else. This is just. This is just way too much space. <laughs> it is just way too much space. Um, Lakers. This just in from ESPN. They want a second opinion on Anthony Davis. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> LA, L, this is funny. I don't know why I'm laughing at this. I apologize. LA is seeking additional opinions on Anthony Davis's foot injury. Currently not in a boot. Okay, there was speculation his foot was broken, which doesn't there doesn't seem to be any truth behind that. Yeah. Uh, at 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 all, but um, um, yeah. I I, just got, I think I saw some of the same stuff that you saw. That maybe not broken, but they were like at first. The Lakers were like, oh, a month. And there was more speculation that, like, now this might be two to three month type mm, injury. And man. now you're, you're hearing this type of stuff. But you know what? Um, we have to make sure we got to be on guard tonight um, with the Lakers coming to town. Because I know what the Lakers want more than anything tonight. They want to get a win tonight. Yeah, they want to get better in the standings. But they want to congratulate their owner on her new engagement. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And <laughs> how bizarre. It's not bizarre. She's 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 getting she's engaged. No, no, not that she's engaged. The the pairing, who saw that coming? Like if I would have told well, you Well if I would have told you fifteen years ago, Jeannie Buss and Jay Moore would be well. Maybe maybe I'm just not as informed. I, I, I <laughs> don't I'm not as informed. I rumor and gossip. I think they've I think they've been connected for a long time. Okay, okay. This this I think I think I don't think this is new. Sneaky link to fiance. Uh, I, <laughs> I think they. Uh, I th- I think they've been. I think they've been linked. For a while, in 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 some way, shape, or form. Good for them, though. I'm a, I'm you know I'm a <laughs> proponent of love. I love love. Jesse, you got Jesse said Jay's going to get a front office position with the Lakers <laughs> now. <laughs> Your new assistant general manager, Jay Moore. <laughs> Jay, Jay's the latest guy to work on the Russell Westbrook trade. <laughs> Jay might be the head coach. <laughs> well, we've seen it before. We've seen it before. <laughs> um, congratulations, Genie Bus. Yeah. So Lakers, Lakers might here, be trying Jeannie to Genie Bus. This is for you. Okay, Lake Show. That's for what, you. Jeannie. What? Well, that's for Genie. Hey, don't piss me off today. Uh, please, you came in pissed off. What am I going to do? <laughs> Again, it's really weird that you quote Jeff Jarrett. Like of all the wrestlers, like you really ride this double date, d- d- double J thing. Farhan Zaidi, if there's one thing you don't want to do. It's piss me off. Yeah. Don't piss me off. I love that you off. do it with the with like the slight accent too. That's my favorite part. Yeah, Kenya's Jeff Jarrett and um, James Hammond's Lenny Poffo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, what are we doing? Weird, here? like who's Lenny Poffo? It's it's the genius, leaping Lenny Poffo. It's the it's the Macho Man's brother. Was he really the brother? Yeah, he looks exactly like him. I don't remember him. You remember the genius? Yeah, like the well, that's Lanny Poffo. He had the the the, the graduation thing. Yeah, 
Oh, that's Lanny Poffo. That's 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 the Macho Man's brother. I never I never noticed that. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it it absolutely is, especially when he shaves. They look exactly the same. They never acknowledged it. Like, it was never, like, discussed. Now I'm picturing his brother. And you know, I remember, because, you know, from the docs, I, I'm picturing his brother, and I'm trying to... It you, wasn't the Dean, was it? That's somebody else, huh? No, that's Shane Douglas. No, 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 no. That's no, no. what I'm that's thinking. That's not... No, 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 no. No, the genius was the guy who was with Mr. Perfect, and he he had a very proper speaking voice, and he would read a poem before he... Wrestled and when he was did leaping, he, did Lanny, he have that thing? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and when he was leaping, Lanny Poffo, he'd read the poem off the back of a frisbee and then throw the frisbee into the crowd. <laughs> pull, let's pull up. We'll pull up a leaping, Lanny Poffo. I, I, I need to see a. I need to see a poem video. during the commercial. <laughs> he just has this tremendous speaking voice that when he talks, this is how he talks. He talks like he is very much smarter than all of you. Oh man, that's a classic. I didn't. Random I never stuff. knew that. You know who really looks like Macho Man? Like when you see it, it is jarring, jarring. Mm. His mom. His mom. I mean, obviously, I've seen. Looks exact. Like they look exactly the same. <laughs> and I don't. I'm, I, I know that's weird. Yeah. They look exactly the same. Wow. Well, now I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to watch the documentary again. Go, you go, know. Go, you go know who looks it. just like Macho Man? <laughs> Macho Man when he was a kid. I remember saying that. <laughs> He looked the well, same. Well, the, the young Macho Man is the latest baseball player that Farhan Anxiety would have passed on oh, uh, because I, cause he, he started out as a baseball player. I, I appreciate you leading me into this because I just wanted – I saw something. I said I got it. I just have to mention this. I just have to mention okay, so Go just ahead. In, do what you got to so do. So just in just case the mention this. takes 13 minutes. I'll mention- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.